Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. We are having a conversation with one man who was so instrumental in the Black Stars' quest to qualify for his first ever FIFA World Cup in 2006. And guess what? In 2008, during the African Cup of Nations, especially in that quarter-final contest against Nigeria, when Ghana was drawing 1-1, he and Aminu Dramani came on and changed the dynamics of that encounter as Ghana won 2-1. His quest to play in the World Cup, however, did not materialize. 2006, 2010, 2014, now he's a football coach. I'm speaking to no another person than Larry Kingston. Larry, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm good. You're, you? you're always on your laptop. What are you doing there? <laughs> you know, we have to put things together. I just uh, finished training. Yeah. Uh, after training, I come... Uh, to the office and then try to plan for the next one. Evaluate the session and then plan for the tomorrow's session. So uh, that's why you can always see me going on my laptop. <laughs> Your life has always been football. Yeah, uh, because I don't see myself doing something else. Uh, because I love the game so much that I can't stay away from it. So that's why I'm still in it. How do you start out for you to like football that much? Um, it's in the blood because my dad uh, played football. Okay. Uh, my dad was a goalkeeper for Accra Great Olympics before moving to Accra Suffolk. Oh, okay. Uh, and also played for the national team as well. So it's in the blood. Most of my siblings know how to play football, especially the men. Yeah. The boys in my family, all of them. But it's only myself and my senior brother, Richard Olelekinson, who played to the top. How was your 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 start at how was it like? Um, like, like I said, I, I was born in Jamestown. Okay. Um, and grew up there until I meet, I moved to my dad's place in Teshi. Um, and you know, we all know uh, Jamestown, you can yeah. see football and boxing. You know, beginning I, I tried to box, but I, I, find, I find passion in football than boxing. So that's how come I focus on uh, football and then... You tried boxing? Yeah, I tried. Uh, every child in Jamestown will try boxing. You 
know, even if he doesn't, you don't want to do it, they will bully you on the street. You have to fight to defend yourself. So, uh, but I chose football and uh, I have no regrets. Uh, how was the, the, the boxing thing like? Because we don't know you for boxing, we know you for football. How was it like? <laughs> it, was, it, it, it was tough, you know, but everything, especially in sports, whatever you started at a tender age, yeah. you get, you grow through that and then you understand the foundation and everything and then that will guide you. For me, I believe if I chose boxing, I will, I, will, I will still make it like I made it in football. Really? Yeah, because I have, I have passion for everything I do. Everything I do, I put 110% in it. Where's your talented with punching? <laughs> I can defend myself. I can defend myself. And you can punch too? Uh, I, I know one or two things because I learned the, the basics. So how was, how was it like? Who were, who were your, say, your your mates or colleagues within the time you were boxing or were you just a street fighter? Uh, street fight was there, but uh, 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 Aboko, Joseph Aboko, yeah. uh, and then uh, Joshua Clote. Oh, okay. Yes, they were, they were my age group that uh, we started uh, okay. with. And then we have likes of Bessie uh, Tysons and uh, SK Majas. That time I caught it and uh, Afrikoti, they were yeah, they were at the top. They were, they were ahead of uh, yeah. of the people I mentioned, Joshua Clote, Joseph Aguko, and all those people. Even even when I was with uh, uh, Starlet at yeah. 17, yeah. at Winnie Bank, Black Bombers when they come to oh, okay. in um, the University of College, Winnie Bank. Yes. Uh, after my football training, I always go to their sections as well. <laughs> Sometimes I'm a timer. I I hold the time. Oh, okay, okay. When they are sparring and all that. Yeah, when they are sparring and all that, I'm the timer, the timekeeper. I'll, I'll be keeping the time for them because I, I, I love boxing as well. Growing up in Jamestown, how was it like for you? Like, It was a tough place. It was a tough place, but it's a place that you get everything from there. You know? Everything like? Everything like. Uh, if you really wanted to, we have a lot of uh, uh, top people that they are well-educated. Yeah. You know, sometimes they, they, they only see the bad side of... The other side of Jamestown. The other side of Jamestown. But yeah. we have people in Jamestown that... that they, 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 someone like uh, uh, Ajay. Ajay, the, the Akrameo. Okay, so Ajay, Akrameo, so on, so on. So yeah, yeah. He, he grew up in, book, in, in Jamestown. Jamestown. Grew up in Jamestown. You can see how well he's, he's educated. Yeah, he's a learned person. Yeah, and we have, we have a couple of guys, Nilante Vanderboy. Yeah. You know, so we have people in Jamestown too that have uh, other side. They have they've done, they've done very well in their, their life, apart from this, the other picture that people see. Many of you from Jamestown often tell the story about how difficult it was for you to start out. Yeah. There are issues, like you mentioned earlier, about education family background, it was very difficult for um, people to actually even feed. How was yours like? And you, you, know, you know, it's a fishing town. Yeah. So every child will, even if you are a student, every child will try to go to the uh, beach to go and hustle small. Yeah. You know, which we've done it. There is something called Kete. Yes. You know, there is, uh, especially during Christmas, there is uh, particular fish that the fishermen bring oh, okay, okay. get a lot yeah, yeah. of those fish. And this is when the young boys in the community try to go there in the middle of the night 
they go early and then come middle of the night. So you go there and, and gather some fish and you sell, then you have something small. We, we, we've done all those things. Oh, really? I was just coming to that question. Have you we've tried that? <laughs> you know, we, go, we go and hustle. You know, maybe you help pull the canoe yeah. to shore. Then after that, they'll give you small fish. Then you go and sell and then, and then make money. Or bring some to the family so that your parents will cook for the whole family to, to eat. So uh, we've done all that. How, how was the street football life? Um, it was. Or is it the street life that took you to football? Yeah, the street life. You know, I'm, I'm someone that I don't stay home that much uh, because there are a lot of uh, teams around, especially Greater Accra. Yeah. Let's say Choco. You go to Maprobi and play a team in Choco, play a team in Maprobi, Nungwa, Labadi. Yes, yes. So, so normally I don't stay at one place when I was young. I stay here for like a few days. And I'll be moved to a different location, go and play there. So I, I pick places that I feel comfortable. Oh, okay. I'll go, maybe I'll go to Choco and go and play there. And if I, I feel comfortable in Numa, I'll definitely come back to Numa instead of going back home to yeah, Amsterdam. Yeah. Once in a while, then my mom will come and look for me. <laughs> and that time I'll be. I can imagine, were you were, 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 were the last born or what? No, I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> but why would your mom come looking for you? <laughs> because last boys, we, we are privileged. Our mothers were waiting for us. I, I was young. I shouldn't have left home that time. But because of the situation I find myself in, uh, I have to go out and then uh, find for myself. You know, if I, if I have to say that. So that, that allows me to, to go and then work and then get out of it. I quite remember some of my colleagues. Uh, Edmund Copson, former yeah, yeah, arts of yeah. uh, player. Him uh, and Stephen Apia, after yeah. every training, they will go to uh, Weja and, and, and carry stones hmm? you know, for them to get something small. Or even Stephen Apia once have become a, a, a mate before, yeah. a trotron mate before. So all these things is, is just. Uh, did, did you also try the trotron mate? No, oh, that's for my kid. <laughs> <laughs> because I was scared, you know, you know, back in the days there is this arrow glass. Yeah. And, yeah. and most of the mates, they don't allow the trotter to stop. Yeah. The trotter will be moving and it will be running. Yeah, we'll be running. And I'm scared, I, I, I don't want to fall down. Ah, so you grew up with, with Steven up here in Co? Yes, I did. I did. Uh, Steven grew up uh, around Choco. Yes. And I grew up in Jamestown, to be precise. Then how come you became friends? Um, we, we, because we meet each other. Oh, okay. Post football, he was playing for Mighty Vitry. He was a key player there, and I was playing for Cowling Babies. I was a key player there. Oh, okay. So every game, Mighty Vitry against uh, Cowling Babies is a, is a rival, and we meet in in, in, in Muchebi as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so we know each other. We know all the top players in that that area. Yeah. All of us, we know each other. Tell us about the rise to the national team. How were you called up to the national team? Um, the junior national team, you said team, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah, the junior national team, it was coach football. I remember uh, Cowley Babies, we were unbeaten that year. So we have to go and represent Greater Accra, yes. which we did. And in the tournament, I had a very good tournament. I had a solid tournament. That's when I was being picked to represent Ghana U15s. Oh, okay. Yes, so we have uh, likes of Corina Trump, likes of Aziz Ansan, Osebwati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we were uh, uh, Amza Mohamed. Yeah. Ah, 
Ah, Hamza Mohammed. Is it uh, the Tamale? The, the Tamale, Tamale City School. Uh, Tamale City. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. my mate. Oh, okay. You know, we met in court. Uh, I think my team and his team, Republicans, we went to the final in the tournament, and Kauli Babies won the won the trophy. Wow. So that's how come we were all scouted to form the national number fifteen. Oh, okay. So that's how come I got close to the national team, and and it doesn't end there. It still justify your inclusion. Okay. So you still have to keep your position by your, with your performance before you be able. So I managed to stay in and then did well. And then when the youth, after two years, I was graduated to the U17s. U17s too, it did not end there. You have still have to work hard. U17s, I did well and then I graduated to U20s. So through the ranks and then when I moved to Europe, that's when the national, senior national teams came, came, to, the came to the picture. What was the junior national team career like? Uh, it was amazing, you know, beginning was a little bit disappointing, but uh, I'm the type of person that I don't give up. Why was it disappointing? Yeah, because I, I went there as a midfielder, but uh, during the trials and everything, the coach, Yike uh, Afani, may he so rest in peace, put me as a right back. So throughout my under 17 career, I played as a right back, which I played most of the games in the qualifier. But when in the, and then in the youth championship too, I played all the games. But going to the World Cup in Egypt, yes. the C97 World Cup, yeah. uh, pre-season pre in Egypt, uh, I got sick and I lost my spot. You know, so two game, two friendly games, build up to the tournament, I couldn't play the game. But the tournament itself, itself I was fit. But the person that played my position did well. So it's very difficult for Who me. Who was that? It was Razak, Ibrahim uh, Razak, he oh, played okay. for Mighty Jets. Oh, okay. And, yeah. He, he, he took my place and he was doing well. So I lost my, my spot. So throughout the tournament, I only played yes, one game, which is the third game of the group stage. Yeah. Because we won all our first two games. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So we needed to give other players the opportunity, other players to, opportunity to field which, the tournament. Which I came in and I, I played very well. So thinking quarterfinals, I would take Please. my shirt back. I went back to the bench. <laughs> and I try to remember in the final against Brazil, um, we've, we've had suspensions. Yakuba Bakari was, was suspended. Okay. He was playing in the midfield. The late Yakuba Bakari? The late Yakuba Bakari. Oh, okay, okay. He was playing at, at number six. Okay. Uh, he was suspended. So all the players were like, oh, so this is the time for him to put lie in the midfield. And Afani said, no, I'm not going to play them. But during the game, he realized, no, he made a mistake by putting me there. He started Aule Kwe Jr. Aule Kwe Jr. was a super soft. He comes from the bench and he'll come. Yeah, change the game. Like change the game with his shots, long drive shots. But he started him and he couldn't finish the game. He slowed down when we needed most. So that, for me, I think that's one of the key moments that uh, let us down because we did not uh, do our calculation well. Then, then I graduated to the U20s. Yes. The U20s, I was the key player in the team. The star line. Yeah. <laughs> the key that, that, that shows the, the hard-working part. Yeah. You know, because it's not easy. You know, Ghana, we have a lot of good players. Talents. You know, in your position in the national team, is not guaranteed. Especially in the youth stages. Yes. You need to keep up. Because players that play in the U17s, yeah. most of them faded out. Yes. Yes. Faded out. It always happens. Yes. Faded out. But myself and few of us, we kept it till we got to the senior national. And talk to us, um, 
about your local career. I remember you've played Great Olympics before, isn't it? Yeah. You've played for House of Olympics. Uh, Tell us about the Great Olympics story. Yeah, uh, with Olympics, before I moved to, I signed for Olympics, it was Arts of Folk that wanted me. Okay. So we were in, like I said, we were in National Under 15 camp, yeah. and Arts of Folk came to Winneba to pick myself and uh, Godwin Trump. Okay. Because the coasting that we were playing trained on the same beach with Arts of Folk. Oh, okay. Lotteries. Okay, okay, the Lotteries Park. The Lotteries Park. Yeah. That's where my coasting plays. And then ask for food training. Yeah. So sometimes we'll be training, and then ask the first team who they, they started coming, the fans who come. Yeah. So they see, they've been seeing us training. Oh, okay. So I that's see. how come they started spotting us. So they came there to pick us, but we told them they have to leave first. So we break camp and we're coming home. So we're supposed to go to Hearts. Yes. And then I said to Godwin that. I think Arts of Folk, if we go to Arts of Folk, there is no way we will get a you chance. You can get a chance to play. At Olympics, we can. That time, Adukuka was chasing us as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, I remember we dropped at Kaneshi, and then I told Godwin, let's go to Olympics training grounds at uh, Labadi. Okay. So first, we went to Adukuka's office at Adabaka, and he gave us money, then we went to Olympics training. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. How much? On Friday. Can you recall? On, on, <laughs> on Friday. After training there, yeah. uh, Olympus is going to play against Kotoko in, on, in top four game. And then they, 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 they call me and Coordinator Trump to, to join the first team to Kumasi. Oh, okay. So that was my first Premier League. So that's how you were signed for Great Olympics? Uh, uh, right, yes, from that time. And, and when we went there, we, we thought maybe oh, we are young, they'll put us on the bench. Yeah. Or even where a jersey to play in the Premier League game is, is, a, is a, uh, for me, it's, 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 I'm very proud to yeah, be in that jersey. Yeah. And first 11 came out and myself and Gordon Atua were starting. What? Yes, against Kotoko. Just like that? Big game, just like that. So your first game for Great Olympics was against Kotoko? Against Kotoko. And Kumasi. I can imagine. Yeah. Which myself and uh, Atua, we had a very good game. After that, then uh, Adekoka was like, wow, these boys can do it. That's how come Nyayamon came in, Dankwe. We were all the same U15. Oh, okay. So we brought all of them, Dankwe, Christopher Pelete, Aziz Ansan, Osebwati. We brought them in, and Adekoka signed all of them. Because if these two can do it, then, then the others two can do it. But I also remember there was a Chinchinga story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
after our first training, yes. After our first training, yes. And you know, I do because said, okay, give them uh, one kebab and, 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 and some more. Yes. So the Adoka gave us, and me, I'm hungry. I finished mine, but got that trap. He wrapped his own yeah. in the rubber, and he's asking, "What are you going to do with it?" He said, "No, no, no I'm going to buy KK." <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. People have got so many interesting stories to yeah. share with us. And then you graduated to the national team. And that was how you qualified for the first ever World Cup Ghana participating. Just, just talk, talk us through briefly that qualification series to the 2006 World Cup. Yeah, so that time they've, they've played some couple of games, uh, especially in the first round. Yes. Um, I was invited uh, the the first game against Burkina Faso away game. Okay. But that time I've come down from holidays. I was playing in Russia. Okay. I've come down for holidays and then the FA realized I'm in town. That's how come they came to my house and invited me that I should join the team. And then that time that's why they were inviting you people. They just and, come to and, and and take I said to them, no 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 you cannot do that. You know what if my team get to know that I'm on holidays and I'm now playing football. It's not nice. So do the right thing. So I was with the team but I did not travel with the team to Okay. I know I've not go with the team. So I told them the next game they should do the right thing. You said they should write to your club? Yes. Oh, okay. Invitation to the club okay. and the club okay. will know okay. okay. we release yeah, it. Yeah. Just imagine your club know that you yeah, are, you are, you are here, yeah. and seeing you playing, playing international football. Yeah, it's not it's not right. So but the next game against uh, Congo yeah. away, they did it. The invitation came in and I came. So that was my first game. For the was it the away game? The away game against okay. okay. which I had a good game as well. You know, it was. I think I assist for that goal. Okay. Samoyans goal that gave us one-one draw, and then against Burkina Faso, I was on the bench. I couldn't start it because the Doya changed his mind last yeah. week, the day before the match, match prep, and he changed his mind, put me on the bench. We won the game. Went to South Africa, which is a very big game. Yeah. So that moment, after we beat Burkina, we were close to South Africa. Yes. So it's like they were leading us by one yeah. point. So we have to win. So after we beat them, then we came at the top. At the top, and then we have to play against. Uh, I remember you played Uganda too. Uganda. At Babayara. Yes. yes. And we then after Uganda won two zero. Yeah. After huh? after South Africa, we play Uganda. Yes. And Uganda game, they told us, oh, if we beat Uganda, we've qualified. It was 2-0, I remember. After we beat Uganda, we were jubilating, and all of a sudden they told us, hey, we have to beat Kedvet. Kedvet. Before we can qualify. So, uh, it, was, it was a tough moment, but we, we came through. You went to you went where you beat Kedvet 4-0? Yeah, 4-0. Yeah. Kedvet, we were, we, we were not surprised that we were going to beat them, but we knew it's going to be tough, tough. for us. The reason is the pitch. That we're going to meet because you know that time we yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah, that time yeah. they did not invested well in yeah, their, in their game so we were scared that the pitch that we see was that that that's why we, we managed to score early goals and then silence them quickly. tell us about the discussions you had within the group as players what were you telling yourselves yeah for us for us we knew ghana have been craving for the workout for a long time yes um, we've had a lot of good good group, but they couldn't qualify. Yes. We've been very close with the Pele's group, yeah. but uh, it did not happen. So after we beat South Africa, that's when we had the 
believe that okay we can do it because at the moment we are at the top we have to win all the rest of the games yeah. we know if we win all the the games we are, gone. We, are, we, we are gone so it's in our hands now so for us it, it gave us a lot of motivation huge boost for us to qualify the nation because we know Ghana is a football nation uh, other North African countries have been yeah. there countries that we, we, we won the nation's cup three times before they even came they yeah, there yeah. several times and even Nigeria was there yeah, yeah. and you know Nigeria Ghana <laughs> why you use the word even Nigeria <laughs> exactly Nigeria was there so that alone we also have to be there yes you know so that gave us the motivation and we, we know that we have to do everything possible to qualify it and I was I was very happy to or privileged to have wonderful team around me yeah because the love that we share you know I always say that we we are not the best group Ghana have ever had but we love each other you know we love each other and you know how can people love each other like that yeah this is it we've been friends before we even met in the, in the no, national team yeah. when you look at Michael Essien and Sule Mutare they've yeah. been friends with when they were playing for Liberty Professional yes if you look at myself Steven Apia from yeah. childhood and you were the quartet exactly <laughs> So you see, you see the, I can the condition. I, I do recall, was there some game like this? Was it against Congo or something? Where what you know, white, uh, black and white television. You gave a very long pass, diagonal pass to the other end of the pitch, and Steven Pierre trapped the ball, and the oh, whole yeah. place clapped. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do recall it that. It comes automatic, you know. So like I said, if you love someone, everything yeah. you have, you share with the person yeah. easily without thinking. So that's that's what our strength. So what kind of a leader was Steven Pierre for the, for this group of for this group? Oh, it's, it's someone that wanted everyone to be on the same platform. Oh, okay. You know, he, he doesn't own anything. You know, we have leaders that will be like, oh, I'm the leader. I'm, I'm the leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pierre, he makes sure he gives responsibility to everyone. Everyone on the pitch. To own it. Even off the pitch. You won't see Sinia Pierre addressing the group. You won't see him addressing the group. He, he believes Essien can do it. He believes Domesa can do it. He believes I can do it. So most of the times, even calling management meeting is not part of it. Really? No, it's not part of it. We do that. <laughs> I he'll see. He will be there, and then he will be there, and we will do it for him. Yes, that's the winner here for you. Like you see, speaking to us here on a prime a take and. Uh, it's been quite an interesting conversation so far. I, I know one thing that got me laughing the most was the Chinchinga aspect. <laughs> because for you to grab the Chinchinga to go and buy cake shows that there was, some, there was something somewhere. But like, I will come to the Black Stars participation in the 2006 African Cup of Nations where you and your miss were not able to have the best of tournament. But before that, tell us briefly, how did you get to Europe? Yeah, so this is how I got to the, the agent, I, I will not say he's an agent. The man that took me from Ghana is not an agent. Oh, okay. You know, after the 17 World Cup, most of my colleagues, they signed. Yes, yes yeah, they are gone. I did not get anything, even the U20s. Uh, Domenico Ricci tried to send me to Italy. Uh, went to Venezia, playing for their youth. Yeah. Finished my medical, I have to sign and Richie said I should come and play the U17 U and the 20 World Cup. Thinking after the 20 World Cup, there will be a bigger offer. Bigger offer. I came and things doesn't work well, and then Venezia too have signed another player. Oh. So I, I, I lost that opportunity. opportunity. 
So I stayed in Ghana playing in the Ghana Premier League. But, but this is what happened. I was, I forgot about everything and then focus on my game because I know at the right time I will have that opportunity yeah. again. So I moved from Olympics to Arts of Oak and that year I said to myself, I'll give everything out and I believe with Arts of Oak can push me in the... In, in, what was your career with Hearts of Oak like? Yeah, it, was, it was very short, but, but the impact I did, the impact I made, was huge. So that's how come Hearts of Oak fans embraced me. Yeah. My career with us was very short, because I played one full season with yes. them, won the league with them. My second season, then I have a loan spell in Saudi Arabia. Okay. I went on loan, came back, and then I had a chance to go to Israel. So with me, me with art season, it was just two seasons and I'm out of art. But That's the impact I made was very huge. And the Heart of Oak fans adored it, that. It, exactly. Now let's come back to the national team. 2006 African Cup of Nations. I don't know if you would like to recall what, what transpired in that tournament. Oh yeah, it's part of my career, so I have to say it. <laughs> okay, say it. I don't like thinking about it, but... <laughs> they say it. Yeah, because... I remember that opening game against Nigeria was, when we lost. Yeah. Needed to win against Senegal. Senegal. Needed to win against Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. All of a sudden, it never worked out. Tell yeah. us. Yeah, but before, before then, most of us were frustrated. Why? Yeah, because our team wasn't the same team that played the qualifier. Played the qualifier. Yeah. Because in the qualifier, we have strong, solid team. Yeah. But if you can recall, before the Nations Cup in Egypt, yes. we've missed at least three, four key players. Yes. Jan was, Pia, Jan was out. Uh, Michael Essien was, was out. out. Suleiman Tari was, was out. out. Yeah, Stephen Apia yeah, was had, had an injury, but still he played. He, he, he yes. wasn't 100%. Yes, yes. You know, so for me, for me, I felt the players that I, I am used to, it's not the same. So already the frustration is there already, not only me, with all the management. So me, I wasn't surprised we did, we did not perform in that tournament. Okay. And then, and then also this incident happened against Senegal. Abibi, yeah. he punched me. I went down thinking I'm taking advantage of that situation. And then it, it, it hit back at me. So I was suspended for three games. Saved one against Zimbabwe. Two more. Two more in the tournament. But I believe the management then, they don't believe we can go through the group stages. So they feel if they put me in the squad, there's no point. But one thing they forget that not every 20 player in the 23-man squad we play. played. So at least they should do, that, do, do me the honors. Do you have any regrets of that incident against Senegal? Yes, of course. I should have run and go for water. Instead of coming to the scene, I should have run away and go and take water to drink, to cool myself down. But hey, we are a team. It's a team sport. We all have to help each other. The incident has nothing to do with you. No, it had nothing to do with me. It was a, a, a very bad tackle on Steven Appiah. Um, and as usual, players will react yeah. immediately. And I was the last person that got close to the scene. So it's like players pushing each other, stopping each other, and then Abibé hit me on the chest. But it's not a punch that will take me down, but I want to take advantage on the situation. So I dropped down, and then boom. They said stimulation or something. It's not a point that can take me down. And I got suspended. And that's another an opportunity of playing at the World Cup. Yes, that's what, that's what happened. And three games, 
two to go. Ghana not believing they will go to the next round, so there's no point of me being part of the team. But do you know if the FA appealed that decision? That decision of the red? No, they did not. Because I quite remember after the incident, I was chasing them to do it. I was chasing them to do it. But you know, 24 hours you should do it before. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Four hours passed. But eventually the 24 hours passed without them doing anything. I was pushing them to, to follow up. At least to, to reduce their band. But it did not happen. I spoke to the former GFA president on this very show. And he said that they filed the appeal, but it was filed out of time. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't see the appeal being filed, but... Because if it says so, then... Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. We have to believe. Yeah, because he told me that it was Alex Asante who brought it. Okay. And then he was in the room with um, the former deputy sports minister, Obi Amwa. Yeah. Plus another official of the FA that I know. Okay. <laughs> but he said, okay, Alex, you give it to him to file the appeal. So they went on to do other stuff. When they came back to ask him whether he has filed the appeal, he had forgotten. No, it to was file too late. The they had forgotten, right? Oh, okay. But that's human error. It's part of the game. And, and, but, but a human error denied you an opportunity to play at the biggest stage in world football. Yes, I know, but that's life, you know. It's life. You never know. Maybe, maybe if I'm in the World Cup, I won't be sitting here now. Briefly, the 2010 World Cup that you were dropped was a surprising thing that anyone in anywhere could have thought of. Yeah, that's what killed me. It killed me because in my mind, I've made my mind that after that tournament, I'm done with the national team. That's, that's going to be my last tournament or my last game in the national team because I believe I was aging and I believe I need energy to focus on my football uh, club career because I know I've done a lot for the national team. So after that tournament, I've achieved everything that I want to achieve as a player, the World Cup. And let me focus with this few little energy that I have. Let me focus on my play football uh, club career. So that was the mind. And also, my contract was running out with arts. Yes. Six months in my contract. They were offering me a contract, but they want a pay cut. Yes. Because their budget has dropped. So they were... They want me to take off, and I'm thinking if I go to the World Cup, one game in the World Cup can raise yeah. my budget up again. So I was waiting to go to the World Cup and then make a better offer. I, came, I was dropped, came back, and that contract did not come, come again. You were demoralized, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was. I was at some point, my wife had to follow me everywhere in the house. 
when I moved from France, uh, yeah, from France to Scotland, my wife has to follow me everywhere. I go upstairs, she's there. Uh, I want to go out. Were you depressed or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it took me time to go, go over it because I felt that's the last moment. At that moment, I felt, okay, it's over. With the World Cup, for me, it's over. Because the next four years will be 2014. 2014, I've, I've retired already. What, what did the coaches say? What explanation did the coaches say for dropping you? Um, for him, there's not, not tangible reason. That, but the only thing he said to me was, it was my question to him was, what was the criteria he used to pick? Because you have to look at players who are playing regular, doing well in their clubs. And that time, I was the key player in us. Talk about the, the qualifier. I was key player in the team. Yeah. But I know, I know the coach maybe... He took me out because of different reasons. Because of different reasons, but not talking about performance. And what would have been that reason? I, I don't know. I, I, I still, I'm still waiting to find the answers. I'm still waiting to find someone that will come and tell me, because of this, you were dropped. Because looking at the squad that we have, 23, there's no way you tell me I cannot make into the 23-man squad. And he said, okay. The other thing that he said was, you remember there was a Nations Cup? Yes. Before? Oh, yeah. The 2010 Nations Cup in, yes. in, uh, in Angola. Angola. He said most of the senior players caused problems because they were not starting the game. And he is thinking, you have so much respect for me to be on the bench. So the best thing for me to, to be out of the squad. But he took Steven. <laughs> he took Steven, yes, exactly. So that's, that's the question. That's the question. That's the question. What was your reaction when he told you you were not going to be part of that squad? I was, I was disappointed. I was disappointed. I was disappointed. And, and, and I, I quite remember the management were addressing me that, oh, there are more games. You know, the normal... Yeah, more opportunities to come. Yeah, more opportunities. I said, no, I'm not, I'm not a small boy anymore. 2014, no way. 2014, no way. Did you bang a door on them? When yes, I did. I did. I did. I, I did. I was. I was shattered. I was. At that moment, I was like. I, I don't see myself doing anything else. Like I don't know what was going on. And you know, when when you talk about this situation, trust me, my walk to that meeting room. I could have died on the way. Because it was like 10 p.m. in the evening. That's when they called me a meeting. And automatically, my mind was telling me, no, there is something wrong. I got in and I saw like a bunch of people there. In the who, are, who, who was in the meeting? Oh, I, 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 can't, I can remember about four or five of them. Four, the, five co them. the coach? The coach, the uh, president. former president, Nyantichi, Fred Papu, and I think other two, three guys in the room. And he told me, oh, we have, uh, when they started saying... Okay, let, me, let me share one interesting story with you. And at least this story, I got it from both Kwesi uh, Yantechi and Fred Papu. <laughs> Apparently, they had all argued why you should be at a tournament. And Milo gave them the list and told them to take out the player they want to take out and replace you. And none of them could do it for him. So what was, what was his reason? For not taking me. Well, okay, so, so what was Milo's okay, reason? Okay. That's what I want to. I want to ask. Well, they, okay, so cannot speak for them. Yeah. But based on what 
they told me, because this is on record, based on what they told me, Milo had suggested that if you were going to play, you were going to play through the right. Yeah. And the only place he could find a place for you was in the middle. Mm. In the right, he thought he had um, Enkum and uh, John Pencil for the right. Fullback. Well, well, right, fullback. And then, right. No, no, it's all those if you're going to play the right, the right, the right side. Uh -huh. All and those players, for, sorry to catch you, all those players you've mentioned, they are right fullbacks. But they are not wingers. And even in the tournament, so, so, in the tournament he used Enkum. And you see what happened? And maybe he needed someone who could cover up for jumping. So. Come on. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, of course. Hey, some, of, some of these things, hey. some of these things hey, I come appreciate. On. <laughs> come on. Right footback and right wing are different things. Okay, so and, yeah, and the, quality, the quality that I have, that's what I've used to help him, Milo, to achieve a lot of games, to win a lot of games. It should come out clean and say, okay. Because, no, no, because no, no, this explanation came from it came from Fred Papo and the. He should come. Milo should come out clean and tell Ghanaians that he want me to sign with his agent, and I didn't turn it down. Milo asked you to sign for his from, agent, and you refused. Yes. From from what you are telling me, that he gave this list to them. Okay, to the management said, okay, remove anyone from it and put me in. That shows that he had something against me. Because he offered me for his agent, and I turned it down. Did yes. you sell the FA this? No. Why? Uh, no. I didn't. Why did you not tell them? I felt it's, it's not necessary. It's between me and him. But for what you are telling me now, that the, he gave the list to the management and told them to take whoever they should take out. You can't tell me that 23 months when he took to the, to the tournament. I cannot fit into that system. No chance. No chance. No, I'm, I'm quite surprised to hear this. So are you suggesting that most of the players that Milo accepted to go to the World Cup with them, some of them agreed to sign for his agent? Most of them, especially the younger ones that made the team. If you go check the background, they were they signed with Milo's agent. Yes. In most Kuhn's, of those players most of signed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like how many? Oh, a lot. Especially the younger, younger ones that came through. Especially the younger ones. Because if you're talking about the younger, younger ones, I can talk of Inkum, I can talk of Jonathan Mensah, Andrea Yu, mm. uh, Dominic Adia. Yes. Uh, all, all those boys, they were Milo's agent. I forget his name. I met them in Egypt. Myself, Milo, and him. Met them in Egypt. He was talking about Black Ben deal. So I have to sign with them. All I did was give my agent's number, talk to my agent, that's it. They never got back to me. So it looks like, from, from what you are telling me today, made me understand that, okay, then he had a problem with me. So when you look at it, he's not thinking about the nation, he's not thinking about what he can, he can, he can do with the squad that he has. He's thinking about what he can achieve. If you've just joined us, we are speak, still speaking to Laie Kingston, um, a former Black Stars player, a former Hearts of Oak player, a former Hearts, I mean the Hearts in Scotland, not, not the Hearts you know, player. And uh, he's a man who also played for Hearts of Oak Rivals, played for Olympics. That's where his career actually began. He's been sharing with us um, his story, uh, how he got to the football space, how he started out as a, a boxer.
Now we are talking about his national team career, where he wanted to play the World Cup, something that never happened. Like you can see, you mentioned something that is quite interesting, that you did admit that when you were told that you were not going to the World Cup 2010, you banged the door on, on the people who invited you to, to the meeting. But one thing too that others have also argued was that, just like you personally mentioned, you knew you were aging and 2010 World Cup was supposed to be like, how should I put it? You are a swan song to the national team. There are others who have also said that Milo did something when the team was camping in France. He decided to play the younger players against the senior players so that he could select his team. And that probably also influenced his decision on who to go to the World Cup and who not to go. And not your position that because he wanted you to sign for his agent, that's why he didn't take you to the tournament. Yeah, uh, I quite remember the training camp that we went. Yes. We did not even train. All we did is advert for Puma, left, right, center. The only time that we went on the football pitch proper for us to have football boots to go and train is when we got there, after warm-up, then he divided the team into two. And it showed clearly that you can see the younger players on one yes, side yes. and the older players on one side. Yes. But you cannot stand on that one training game. But the younger players beat the senior players. I hear, was it 4-1 or 5-1? Yeah, but it's in training. It can happen to be like most of the senior players, we go into the World Cup, it's training, you have to be careful, take it easy. You cannot stand on one game to pick your final 23. No, he's already made his mind already. He should be, I'm a technical person. I should be very transparent enough for Ghanaians. If I'm being picked as a national coach, I'll be very transparent to Ghanaians that, and I will justify each and every, explain why this player is there, this player is not there. I will not hide behind anything. With him, I think he has something more than on a high side, than using that one training game to make the 23 months squad. On a high side, Laie, do you think you should have reported this incident to the management of the FA that Milo wants you to sign for his agency and you are refusing to do it? On a high side, do you think you should have reported? Um, for, for me, I believe that time I, I, should, I should be more professional to keep it on, on, on for myself. And then for, for Milo himself, you, you understand me? I don't want... No, but as someone who has the interest of the nation at heart, you cannot allow someone, a Serbian, to be that, for that matter, but, who has been paid with the taxpayers' money, but that moment, doing business with the national team at the expense of the state. So as someone who has the interest of the state at heart, you should have told the leadership of the FA, this is what your coach is doing. I quite remember before leaving the, the, the room, if the management will recollect, when the, before I banged the door, the only thing I said to Milo is he should finish his business and then get out of my country. You told Milo to finish his business and get out of his get country. Get out of my country. So, so that time, I said it. it, it you shouldn't have waited for him to finish his business. <laughs> but that time, he's the boss. He's decided he's taking me out of the team already. So when I was leaving, if the management will testify. This the bright words I said to him. Finish doing your business and leave my go away from my country. That's what I said to him. That's the exact words I said to him. And then went and then banged the door. I was I was fuming that time because it's, it's it was very difficult for me. It was very tough for me. And me, I'm very honest. I say it as it is. I was very honest. I, I showed everybody 
around the team that no I was really hurt do you sometimes feel that <coughs> you were never destined to play at the World Cup <laughs> now I will say yes because my, my career is over but I still believe I can be there as, as different position. Maybe as a coach or Yes, of course. <laughs> so first, I'm in the game, I've not given up. <laughs> I, I have to enjoy that thing. I have to feel it. We'll get to that, we'll get, we'll get to that, coaching, <laughs> we'll get to that coaching bit. Before the 2010 World Cup, I remember there was the African Cup of Nations we hosted. Unfortunately, we couldn't win it. Bye. You were part of that team. I remember that quarterfinal game against Nigeria when you and Aminu Dramane came in and changed the complexion of that game. Yeah. And Ghana won 2 1. Uh, tell us, how disappointing was it that if we could not win? I remember that semi final against uh, Cameroon. Cameroon. Yeah. Trust me, I didn't eat my food. <laughs> <laughs> Again, when you, when you look at that squad, the team that we started the tournament with, yeah. you can see the, the telepathy yes. in the team. Yes. That particular game, we miss who? Jomensa. Jomensa who have been the pillar of the back. Then they have to move Michael Essien to the back. back. You're talking of a player that have played number six position for over 50 games. Yes. And now you move him to the centre back. So when you look at where the pass, the deep pass from Eto went, it was the, yeah, the, some the space. Kong. Yes. It was the space that Michael Essien left because he's played midfield for a long time. Yes. If you have John Mason there, he will stay. He won't go. Because he played midfield for a long time. He gets excited and then try to leave and go, go in the middle. So, so small, small details affect us because we, are, we were in top form. Yes. That time, that year, the whole Africa is only Ghana and uh, Ivory Coast. Yeah, I remember Ghana was ranked around number eight in the world or something. Ghana, Ivory Coast. Yeah, Ghana was Ghana, Ivory Coast. In the world. Yeah. Ghana, Ivory Coast. So, so everyone was predicting in the final, Ghana, Ivory Coast in the final. And we met in the third place. And you beat them handsomely. Yes. <laughs> we were waiting for it. <laughs> We were waiting for it. I, 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 I recall yeah. that so, so well. Yeah. But as and, and the build up to the nation, that Nations Cup, yeah. we had a tournament here. I was in crazy yeah. form. The Four Nation tournament. I was in crazy form. I remember the Africa Keys card. You see, I was in crazy form. So I was, I was building myself slowly to the 2010 World Cup. I was building myself slowly. And when we went to France, even before we went to France, the kind of preparation I did, I came into the country very early. Can you imagine every day before we move to Paris? I would drive to Jamestown, leave my car. My brother would be driving behind me. I would jog from Jamestown to Ramada Beach, Nungwa, every day. And I did that for five days. At some point, middle of the night, 4 or 5 a.m., Kobna Yibo have to see me. And then the next morning, he called me, hey, Uwe Kumumo. I was jogging, trying to be fit. Because I know this is the last one. This is the last one. Did someone take it, took it away from you? No. No, 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 no. Someone took it away from you? No, no, no. Do you regret working with Milo? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Because we, there is a saying that uh, coaches can make you and break you. And I think Milo broke me. He broke me, he did. Coaches can make or break you yeah. and Milo Brook, Larry Kingston. Yes. I'm going very quick to your, your, your career uh, as, as a coach now and uh, you touch on me briefly with your, your, your coaching career and all that but as a technical person now the 2008 African Cup of Nations 
we went to the tournament with a half-faith Shilla Liyasu. Was it a wrong decision to do? Because he was supposed to be the, the backup for John, John Mensah. John Mensah. Yeah, but if the player is not fit, then he's not supposed to be there. For me, I think it's, it's a bad decision that we made. But then again, the player himself has to be very honest and tell him, because doctors will check you. They will yes. see, they will check, but the other day, you are the last person that will say, okay, I can do it or I, I can't. feel okay. I, I can't do it. One typical example, in 2008, I was also injured that my club have written me off. Yes. I, I, so I, I remember you play some of the I matches on the ankle, bench. Ankle ligament. Yes. I supposed to miss the tournament. Yes. But I recovered very fast. So I went to camp with coaches. But as I stayed in camp, treatment progresses. I can see that my ankle is becoming stronger. I started a tournament. I started a tournament. So did you miss Stephen Apia? Oh yeah, of course, definitely. His presence in that tournament will, will help a lot. Will help us go a long way. Well, but we, we missed him. We missed him a lot. As 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 a coach, like Kinsey, let, let, let me just talk about your, your 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 coaching career. At what point did you decide that you were going to be a coach? Um, trust me. Um, Throughout the situations with the World Cup situation and all that, for me, my family, especially my wife, said, "After your career, manage your investment in our business and forget about football." Because he, he, she felt I've not been treated fairly when game. it comes to the national team. So she felt there is nothing I can get from them. So I should just focus on something else. But. Um, when I was playing, most coaches keep telling me I can be a good coach. Why? Because every drill that our coaches will take us through, yes. I'm the first person that will take it. That will pick it. That will pick it. And then also try to direct uh, my teammates. Okay, okay, okay. So, Tom Venom, you've been my, my long-time friend, right to dream, born of right to dream. Yeah. You've been my long-time friend. With him, he coached me in the Accra Great Olympics. Oh, okay. When he came, he saw me, and then he wanted to build a team around me. I moved to Arts of Oak, and he came as an assistant to Herbert Ado. Oh, okay. He came, and then he wanted to build a team around me again. So after my football career, we're still friends, and yeah. he kept telling me. Once a while, he would call me, hey, what are you doing? I said, ah, oh, just chilling. He would be like, okay, why don't you coach? Then at some point, I said, okay, it looks like I'm interested now. And then, and then he said to me, oh, you can't do anything apart from coaching. If you are coaching, you go full-time. And I can see you have it, you can do it. So it's Tom Vernon who motivated me that you can do it. You have what it takes to be a good coach. And you were in, you, you in this academy? Yeah. Tell me that story. How so, was it like? Yeah, so uh, when he spoke to me and I decided to coach, I, I started my own team. In my area, Absolutely. a second division team. Oh, you have a second division team? Yes, I formed my own second division team. Oh, okay. and, and I was using the drills that you I, learned. I learned when I was playing. Yes. To do. And then also, of course, the experience that I had yeah. from coaches and all that. I used that. And in the game situation, I can read games. Yes. Well, even when I was playing, I can see. Oh, you should move there. You should, I can see. I can direct some of my players when I was playing. So that's what I was using until I heard that there is... Um, a tough B license happening yes, in Winneba. Yes. 
So I, I joined it as soon as possible. Oh, okay. Yes, I remember I, remember I called Oti uh, Atente. Oh, okay. And the, course, kind of and the course is going to happen. Yeah. So I, I said to him, no, I want to be on that course. Give me a number, made a payment. I took a car, boom. I was in Winnipeg. So before they even got there, I was there waiting. So they were all shocked. <laughs> they were all shocked. Because it's something you want to do. Yes, it's something I want to do. And then, and then when I finished that course, that's when, what opened my mind and everything ah. and all. There's more into that. That's what motivated me and said to myself, I'm going to educate myself to the highest level. So that's how come I've done my UFCAF B license, waiting for the A, which never okay. <laughs> came. Then I, when I joined Right to Dream, Right to Dream came and, and, and signed me for three years. Yes. For the, 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 academy. the academy. So I was there as a head coach. Going to Right to Dream educate me a lot. I went to Right to Dream with you. Push me from, <laughs> push me from this level to a different level in my coaching career. I picked a lot from there. Made me understand how to plan sessions, how to understand the game, uh, the faces of play. Uh, give me a style of playbook like this. I have to put everything here. <laughs> <laughs> then why did you leave Right to Dream? <laughs> if you were having the fun, they, were, they gave you the love. Yeah, they gave me everything. You know, why, they, why did you leave? They, they sponsored my UEFA B license. Oh, really? Yes, they sponsored my UEFA B license. And now I'm on my UEFA A license. They sponsor my UEFA A license as well. Wow. Yes, so, so I'm on my UEFA A license. Next year, July, I'll finish my assessment. And then hopefully within one or two weeks, I'll get my UEFA A license. Like you say, I need to understand. Why did you leave that? <laughs> why did you leave yeah. that to do? You know, you know, it got to a point that I, I realized I've done this for close to four years. Yes. Academy football for four years, and I, I noticed where I am now. I need I need a different challenge. Yeah. I need a different challenge, like uh, uh, first team football. Yeah. That's that's what I want in my career. I want to grow. I want to uh, pick three points. I want to do calculation, periodization for a week, one week periodization, two weeks, month, a year periodization. So I said to myself, I needed this challenge. With academic football, I've done it for three, four years. Yeah. I think it's enough. So let me face the world, be on my own, and then get a first in football. Are you available to manage our national teams? Oh, yeah. I'm available. <laughs> Ever ready to Where do you want to start? Ever ready to national teams if they give me and and if, Even they, if they give you the black stars oh yeah of course I'm, I'm 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 ready for it of course i'm ready i'm ready all i need is to have proper recruitment yeah. backroom staff recruitment around me and i i think i'll be i'll be fine you know. u 17 u 20 black stars or black materials tell us briefly which one would you would you want to touch any, the most any anyone that comes on my in my way i will do it but the U17s will be better. Well, that's the foundation. Oh, okay. So that when you start from there, people see them. what you can do. Yeah. You can build the style of play through the ranks. Because if I go to the U17s and make impact, yes. Ghanaians will say, okay. Give me U20. U20. And Ghanaians will believe that what I did with the U17s, yeah. we shouldn't leave it. It should be there. I see. Then that's when you can have that Transition, transition to the top to the top so the same way i grew up throughout my football career i would prefer to in my coaching career to start from under 17 
and, and, and build up. And, build up and, and that is where you want to see yourself at the technical bench of the national team at the World Cup. Is yeah. it the, the junior national team or the, the, the senior national team? The senior team? one. Let's see, the junior national, the senior World Cup, I've been there. I've been in the U20, U17. The ultimate one, I want to be there. And it will happen. How soon? Um, I keep working a day at a time. It doesn't matter. Sooner or later, I should be there. And talking about the World Cup, this year's World Cup, we're in the group Uruguay, South Korea, Portugal. Top group, yeah. Portugal, they've beaten us before yes. in the group stages. Uruguay, we all know Suarez's story. So that one too is a must win. Payback time. Um, but it's going to be tough. Korea too, now they are playing good football. So it's going to be very tough for us, but the technical men are there to help us win it. Based on the performances you witnessed in the last final matches, are we ready for the World Cup? Um, I would say 60 to 70% we are, which is, it shouldn't be so. For now, I believe that... Uh, we should have been 90% ready for the World Cup by Ga now. Ghanaians, Ghanaians should see our starting 11 already. But it looks like we've not found it yet. We have only one more game to play in the major tournament. That's where I see there will be a problem from there. But I believe um, the technical team over there will put things right before the tournament starts. How far do you think we can go at the World Cup? We take a, a game at a time. <laughs> the language of technical men. <laughs> but, but taking a game at a time. Um, we take a game at a time. Yes, taking a game at a time. You know, but, but one, guess, thing, one thing we are forgetting, you know, in 2006 World Cup, right? Yes, yes. 2006 World Cup, we failed in the Nations Cup. Yes. We failed awfully. Yes. But in the World Cup, look at the performance. It was great, right? Are we going to have the same thing this year? Yeah, I believe in Ghana. I believe Ghana, every tournament, you know, Ghanaians doesn't have trust in the team. Yeah. But they always go and do well, apart from them not winning the cup. We do well. The Africa, they respect us, and even the world, they respect us. Just that we, we have to win major tournament. That's all we're waiting for. And it will happen. There's one interesting story about Otuado. He played at the first World Cup in 2006 was a scout for the 2014 World Cup. Now he's going to Qatar 2022 as a coach. So you've been in the scene? Yes. You've been there throughout. Even 2006, people say, uh, they, people said they sold my position to him. But he was the one who played my position. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did not play in the qualifiers. I, I, I guess Czech Republic. Yes, yes, yes. He started that game against Czech Republic. Exactly. I remember. Exactly. So people said, oh, because of my suspicion, they brought him in. Yeah. yeah. But, but with his experience as having played at 2006 World Cup, having scouted for Kwesi Appear for the 2014 World Cup, mm. in fact, he was a scout for Germany and mm. then now going there as a coach. Mm. A very good experience, we yeah, can count yeah. on. Yeah, we can. But many of us are not hopeful based on what he's done in the last seven matches. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know um, Ghanaians are not, still not happy, but until any coach have not will not win anything for Ghanaians, it's not enough for us. One thing every coach should have it at the back of their mind. Until, if, 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 until you win something for the country. You of course, that's what we're waiting for. But you're good at, least, at least African Cup. 
your group too has never won anything. So yes. Should we forget about you people? Because you've not, no, you've no, not done no, anything. No, you don't have to because of the impact we made. <laughs> we, we, we qualified them to first ever World Cup. So at least. But, but the coach too have taken us to the World Cup. So no, no, first ever. ever. First ever. <laughs> Larry <laughs> <laughs> Christine, my guest here on Fine Take. I'm Muftar Nabila Adlai. Thank you very much for your time. Continue to enjoy the rest of our programs. <laughs> <laughs> We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the